Hi, and welcome to this week's LGBT Wellness Podcast. Each week, LGBT HealthLink, a program of Centerlink, brings you a roundup of some of the biggest LGBTQ wellness stories from the past week. Get ready to listen and learn lots. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another week of our LGBT Wellness Roundup. As always, you can head over to our blog at blog.lgbthealthlink.com. Org, if you'd like to read more about any of the stories that we're about to discuss. Our first story of the week is How DACA Impacts LGBT Youth. The Center for American Progress published a report on LGBT youth who are recipients of the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, also known as DACA, which has allowed young undocumented immigrants to remain in the U.S. This is the group that's commonly known as the DREAMers. The authors estimate that at least 66,000 of these dreamers are LGBT, and of those who are, 65% said that they felt like they better belonged in the U.S. after receiving DACA status. In contrast, 80% of these LGBT youth said that they would fear for their physical safety if they had to return to their country of origin. Definitely interesting to see how immigration status and LGBT identities are kind of interplaying here, um, and the fact that When we look at issues affecting LGBTQ youth, two of the things that we often look at are safety as well as feeling of belonging, feeling of inclusion within society. So the fact that DACA is helping these members to feel that way, to feel safe and to feel included, is really important. Next up, recognizing HIV disparities in Latinx communities. The CDC marked National Latinx AIDS Awareness Day, or NLAD, by exploring the disparities that the community faces. Between 2010 and 2016, HIV infections decreased among Latinx women by 20% and among Latinx heterosexual men by 17%. However, during the same time, HIV infections rose 18% among bisexual and gay Latinx men. So that really means a deepening of the disparities that are faced by LGBT Latinx persons. This data doesn't include um, transgender folks necessarily, um, but we know that that Latinx transgender folks, especially transgender women, um, have elevated rates of HIV infection as well by, by quite a lot. Um, The website for National Latinx AIDS Awareness Day has a lot of great resources, um, news stories, and more, so I recommend you check it out if this topic is of interest to you. Next up, diverse families explain stigma during pregnancy. Researchers found that polyamorous families face challenges during pregnancy related to stigma from healthcare providers, and that many felt the need to seek more open providers or to hide the status of their relationships to avoid such stigma. Polyamory, for those who aren't familiar, basically means uh, non-monogamous relationships. So um, you can imagine that folks who are in non-monogamous relationships or, you know, may have uh, more than one partner um, may have stigma when they're when they're trying to get healthcare related to pregnancy when, you know, the typical um, assumption is that, you know, it's it's two folks who are planning to raise the child together. The study is one of few to examine the healthcare experiences of polyamorous individuals LGBT folks, it is noted in the study, um, are more likely than others to identify as polyamorous. So when we think about folks who are LGBT facing stigma and then people who are polyamorous facing stigma, the intersection there uh, could mean that LGBT folks who are polyamorous are, are really facing a hard time accessing healthcare. 
Polyamorous families can also be a source of strength, however, the paper notes, because there are more people involved in the relationship to help support the child. Um, but the positive impacts can be limited when people don't feel welcome or feel the need to conceal the nature of their relationships, kind of underscoring the importance of having um, open-minded, culturally competent healthcare providers. Next up, speaking of couples and having babies, gay couple steps up. Out Magazine reported on a same-sex couple who adopted a baby living with HIV after she had been rejected by 10 other families because of her HIV status. After receiving proper treatment while living in this new home, the baby's viral load uh, is now undetectable and she has reached a healthy weight. So definitely a happy end to the story and one that highlights the importance of having LGBT inclusive adoption policies since adoptive parents are really needed, um, especially for youth who may not be the first choice of some parents as um, sad as that is. Um, definitely a big need for, for uh, LGBT parents to be included and allowed to adopt children. Our next story looks at making medical offices LGBT inclusive. MedPage Today reported on a presentation at a recent healthcare conference on how to make provider offices more LGBT inclusive. Their tips included putting up rainbow flags or safe space stickers in the office, including LGBT magazines and waiting areas, changing gendered language like mother and father to parent one and parent two on forms that patients are asked to fill out, and marking restrooms that are already single occupancy as gender neutral instead of labeling one as male and one as female. And finally, hepatitis A outbreak threatens more states. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported on the hepatitis A outbreak that has impacted 30 states and is now threatening those that remain, like Georgia. Only two states, California and Utah, have managed to end their outbreaks so far. While queer men are at higher risk for the disease, which affects the liver and can be deadly, they've also been targeted for outreach to be vaccinated, including through PSAs from the dating app Grindr. Nationwide, 16,000 people have been hospitalized for hepatitis A, and 270 have died. So consider getting vaccinated if you think you might be at risk. It may even be available to you free of charge. Well, that does it for this week's edition of The Roundup, uh, plus my own little PSA at the end there for getting vaccinated. I hope you've enjoyed listening to these stories. And as always, if you would like to learn more and to check out these articles for yourself, just head over to blog.lgbthealthlink.org, where you can find a written version of The Roundup with all of the links that you will need. Have a great week, and I hope that you'll tune in next week for another edition of The Roundup.